Like, can I make like a, this is a big ask. Can I make like a moratorium on pedophilia for the remainder of the episode? Zero credits. A rich sheik calls his two sons to his deathbed. He tells them, after I die, you will hold a competition between the two of you to decide who will inherit my fortune. The competition is a camel race across the desert to a distant city. The son whose camel loses the race will inherit my fortune. After the sheik dies, the brothers get on their camels and begin traversing the desert. They mosey along slowly, glancing on glancing at each other, each brother wanting to lose the race so that they will inherit their father's fortune. About halfway through the desert, at this slow pace, they come across a traveler. The traveler asks them what they are doing, padding slowly like this. The brothers shrug, decide they may as well take a break, and dismount from their camels to talk to the traveler. They explain their situation and the competition that their father gave them. The traveler thinks for a bit and then gives the brothers some advice. Upon hearing this advice, the brothers leap onto the camels and race away toward the distant city as fast as they can. What was the advice? Find out the answer only at the end of this episode of Zero Credits, the show where we talk about things. My name's Henry. And my name's Riddle Me John. And together we're Henry and Riddle Me John coming at you to discuss the cultural happenings of that there zeitgeist. Today is a very special day, John. Oh? We've got all this good content that we normally have, but this time we got a little bit extra. Oh, uh, I believe they call that a lanyap. We've got some lanyap, if you will, because normally our listeners are used to hearing Two white, straight, male voices on this podcast. But boy, do we have a surprise for our listeners, our fans today. Oh, do we, are we like increasing representation in any meaningful way? No. Do do we have any kind of like, uh, like a minimized voice on the podcast? Not at all. Oh, okay. We are bringing on another straight, white, male voice to represent nothing. Oh, so like a third... That's exciting, though. Yes. That's like, never been done before. Three straight white males on a podcast? Yeah. It's it's pretty amazing. Pretty outstanding. I think we're really breaking ground here and bringing more of the same to our fans. But get this. This straight white male voice is an expert. Oh, an expert in what? Uh, soccer. Huh? Soccer? Football? Football. Yes. And uh, we desperately need somebody to explain the finer details of football because we have been talking about the World Cup for a month straight and we have gotten several things wrong. I'll cop to that. Yeah. I'll cop to that. So what else do you want to talk about? Huh? (laughs) I mean, what else is going on in your life? Oh, you know, nothing nothing too much. Work is bad. Life is okay. But you know what I really want to talk about? What? Jesus Christ, John. (laughs) That's right. I want to talk about the refreshing taste of Sierra Nevada Extra IPA. Yeah, that same beer is back again here. Remember when we started drinking beers and kind of semi-reviewing them, thinking it would, like, add an interesting dynamic to the podcast? Yeah. 
And then because of your goddamn wedding, we started drinking the same two beers over and over again and will do so until we die. It's not my fault that... Do you you want to know the story about why we have so many IPAs? Yes. We were in an establishment known as uh, Specs. I think it's called like Spirits and Finer Foods or something. Specs Liquor Store. And we were organizing with this nice man who was Scottish. And we were going over what we wanted for our wedding. And he said, well, you got to have, you got to have an IPA. Okay. If you so, have a, a, a three hour event with no IPA, people are going to be out of their minds. So you were, uh, you were being helped by like a pirate John Lennon. Pirate John Lennon. No, but se- seriously, like the guy was like, you can't, you can't hold people hostage for four hours without an IPA. And lo and behold, this IPA is the only beer that we have in spades. Yeah, no one really seemed to want it, I guess. I drank them at your wedding. You didn't drink enough of them. Apparently not. Apparently not. Because I still remember your wedding. Oh, <laughs> thanks, I guess. I mean, to drink enough IPA is to blackout. What is that, like a gallon? Yeah, give C- or take. A couple of gallons? Yeah, like a, like a kiloliter. That's not a measurement. So yeah, we're drinking we're drinking the Sierra Nevada Torpedo Extra IPA. I've got three tonight, so that you know what that means. <laughs> Podcast is gonna be bad. We're gonna tank this battleship. Battleship? A cruiser? Cru- cruise ship? Destroyer? You have only had a sip from an IPA. Air carrier. What are you talking about? Different types of ships that we could sink. Oh, I see. As a metaphor for this podcast. Battleship? I started with that one. Oh, sorry, I missed that one. Oh, you've only had one sip out of an IPA. Mm. I don't know, like... I don't know how to host a podcast with a guest on it, John. Oh, you don't know how to, like, bring a guest on? Like, I've heard I've heard other podcasts do it where they talk for, like, 30 minutes, then they bring the guest on. Mm-hmm. I've heard, like, I've heard multiple ones. Earwolf loves that setup for some reason. I don't know what to do for our podcast. Do we bring our guests on right away? Well, I mean, I think that uh, we should bring our guest on in due time when we actually start talking about the thing that we brought them here for. Yeah, but what else do we have to talk about? Nothing except the Women's World Cup. <laughs> okay. Wait, <laughs> why did we bring... <laughs> that means we should bring him on now, right? Yes. Oh, that's what you're saying. You're yeah, saying... I'm, I'm teeing you up. You're teeing me up. Okay, so when I tee you up, typically that's like a pretty good segue for you to then be like, and speaking of X, here's our guest Y, you know. Okay, and speaking of X, here's our guest Y. Well, you would say, number one, speaking of, and then you would reference the thing I talked about, I was teeing you up. And then when you say Uh, our guest Y, you then say the name of our guest. So speaking of teeing me up for introducing our guest, our guest... Okay, so you have to get into specifics when you do bring them on. Oh. Because you want to you wanna set, like, clear goalposts verbally to say, this is the point of the conversation we're in, and now we're introducing our guest. All right, so speaking of being very specific and in introducing our guest, I would like our fans to put their hands together for the comedic stylings, the genius insight, the soccer expertise... That is the walking human being known only as friend of the podcast, Jeff. Jeff, everybody. 
Hey, wow, good to be here. Wow, that's a lot of tarps in here, huh? Are you um, gonna are you gonna put Jeff's uh, intro music? Over yeah, 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 okay, you, good, yeah. Good. When when I give this podcast to you to edit, I will include a note that <laughs> you should give Jeff some intro music. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hi, it's good to be here. Thank you. A one-time usurper to the throne, Jeff is back. <laughs> He's not a usurper just because you couldn't be on, and I invited him to be on. I invited him. He's like a vampire. To, yeah. to be fair, I did list it on my resume as usurper. Oh, okay. Well, you might want to amend that before you apply. Now, do we, do we as a group, <laughs> do we want to agree on pronouncing it as usurper or usurper? I think it's usurper. I, yeah, I heard, I heard one person a long time ago say usurp, and I love it. I hate that. What? There's nothing to hate about a serp. A serp sounds like somebody who like <laughs> sips their soup too loudly. Like a serper over there. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like God a stop usurping, Jesus. <laughs> stop usurping. <laughs> stop all the serpent. Stop all the serpents. All right, Jeff. Uh, so let's get to know Jeff a little bit before we dive into our our, our should I say slide tackle into our topic of the day jeffrey you're a friend of the show right i i am um you listen to it you're a fam i'm a fam now jeff i i there's a burning question on all of our fans minds people are clamoring to know because we have been calling you out for literally like two three months straight and people they just want to know have you started listening to the ends of our episode i plead the fifth god damn it the fifth amendment I, of I the u.s to, constitution i listened to the one where you threatened violence against me so there's that you mean last last week <laughs> yeah was that last week i think it's most weeks we threaten violence against you however Wait i know that we threatened violence against him while we were ending an episode so let me say ladies and gentlemen we got him we got him high five high five mission accomplished not net at point not an edit point. That's a high five. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Enemy of the show de- denies listening to the has never listened to a full episode, even though we put our pour our hearts into it. Uh, why do you keep breaking our heart? To inspire you. Inspire Obviously. us to what end? To what um, end? No art is made without heartbreak, Henry. No art. I don't know. He's kind of he's kind of getting to me. I think he might be right. Yeah, uh, I think maybe no one should listen to the ends of our episodes. <laughs> you Wait, heard so it here folks, actually... first, folks. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> you did hear it here first, folks. However, if you actually think that, maybe we should do something about the ends of our episode. Oh no, they're perfect. What? <laughs> Look, you, you eat can't a sandwich. Have it both ways. You eat a sandwich, right? You eat a sandwich. These are your words. You said, I eat a sandwich, right? (laughs) I I put the first piece of bread down. I did something different today. We're doing riddles now. You eat a sandwich, right? Yes, I eat a sandwich. You don't eat the butt end. Yes, why wouldn't you eat the butt end of the sandwich? That's the sandwich's butt. All right, hang on, hang on. I I do eat the butt end of the sandwich, so... God damn it. But you don't listen to the end of... Which but is it? I, Jeff? Jeff, I, I am the moderator the... of this debate. I need you to answer this question for the American people. What's with the wishy-washiness? 
Do you right. or don't you like the ends of things? All right. So I don't eat the butt end of bread, like a bread loaf, but I also don't eat the front end of the bread loaf. Um, so if there was a way for you to listen to our podcast where you don't hear the beginning or the end, would you prefer that? Sure. Yeah. Wow. A real middle of the road candidate. Yep. yep. Maybe we should put the intro and the end of the episode at the very end so that when people have to make a podcast sandwich, they just have to use the two buttons. <laughs> we, we, we separate the two buttons preemptively. So we just start right away with content, which seems impossible. Uh-huh. But we start just right away with content and then just section off the ends for later. Yeah, at the very end, we say, this is your <laughs> show where we talk about things. Anyway, my name is Henry. My name is John. And once again, from the Zero Credit Supplemental right. fucking Apartment or whatever, goodbye. So That's weird. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts that do cold opens. Uh, oh, yeah? But I've never heard a cold close. Where the, Which I the, guess the, would be a Sopranos ending. Or like yeah. an just like an Irish goodbye. <laughs> it just cuts off in the <laughs> middle. ends before you have any opportunity to sign off. I think that there's there's definitely money to be made in them their hills. Let's let's talk about it. Let's workshop it later. All right. We'll put a pin in that discussion of our podcast. Thank you, Jeff, for your notes. Uh, let's help. get to the top. What's up? I said, I'm glad I can help. Make the podcast oh, yeah. better for everyone. Yeah, make this me. podcast great again. Okay. <laughs> Wait, no. Let's put a pin in that. What? You have also a problem put a with making things previous... great? I'm just saying this podcast was never great. Oh, uh, wow. Shots I think it was pretty fired. great back in the 50s. You know, like episode okay. 50. I'm just saying back. <laughs> <laughs> that was back really in... fucking clever. <laughs> back in episode 50, back in the 50s, uh, there was a lot of inequality. Henry talked a lot more than I did. It was normal, so people didn't question it, but what right, better As long now? as we can agree that it got way worse in the 60s, you know? Yeah, the 60s were... The 60s were crazy. <laughs> yeah, the Jeff, 60s were very crazy. Jeff, do me a favor. Name one episode of Zero Credits. Um, episode, uh... Don't say a number. Say the actual <laughs> title. Uh... But the, the titles are all different, and you never say them. He's right. We should name all of our podcast episodes the same thing. Yeah. Wait, what do you a, mean they're all different and we don't say them? No one says the was, name of the there episode. Was, there was one about E3. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, was, pretty, he's, he's dead on. Yeah, he's there dead was, on. Uh, oh, man, I, I don't know. There was probably one where you guys <laughs> talked about things. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> He's listened to the show. He's got a 100% hit rate. <laughs> uh, there was one, there was like a 2018 ending spectacular. I don't, I don't, yeah, that's, yeah, we, all right, all right, top right, 10 right. best uh, lists of worst things. I don't know. You're very close, and I, I think I'll, gi- I'll give it to you because you said both of the words. We do have our annual best worst episode. I think what we're doing right now is like a, it's a proven marketing strategy of identifying someone that we know for a fact enjoys our product and interrogating them about yeah, it. Yeah, we're just dissecting him. Yeah. Dissecting him. Yeah. And then from him, we'll build other listeners. The $1 million fan. 
Is that what? Yeah, yeah. That's a really shit investment, by the way. Yeah, you spend a million dollars to get one fan out of it. Oh man, I spent a million dollars to get us a Twitter bot, but now it just dunks on us on Twitter, so I blocked it. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. I put a hunt. I put a. I spent a million dollars on a Twitter bot to promote our Twitter, but now it just tweets at us and and calls us pederasts. Pederasts. You should not have bought Tay. Okay. <laughs> oh Tay. Oh man, should not have. Pour one out for Tay. No, no, she was a Nazi. <laughs> Pour one out for Tay. <laughs> nope. So, Jeff, the reason why we summoned you into this weird circle that you can't escape <laughs> for our own protection. Uh, soccer. Soccer. Football. Yeah, the ball goes in the what's, net. What's the deal? Oh, man. There's so can much I just about do soccer. Like a, a, can I do a quick audit? Yeah, what's up? Not a great throw to the guest. Don't say what's up with soccer. What's up with soccer? We're talking about the Women's World Cup. Huh? We're talking. This is a Women's World Cup update. Ooh. There's a Women's... You're in the Women's World Cup that we talked about for a month? What? Remember the last time we got an update and they were going to play a game that upcoming Sunday as to whether or not they were going to win the World Cup? I have vague memories of this. Okay, that's the whole reason why we have Jeff on the show. So, Jeff, uh, what... Okay. <laughs> Jeff, are you there? I'm here. So, uh, soccer. Okay. Soccer. Let me just take the reins here. Okay. Let me take the reins from Henry. Where do you get your ideas? Let me let me just take the reins from Henry. So, Jeff, we know the Women's World Cup was recent. And yes. we know that the finals match was played on Sunday. At 2 p.m. Eastern or sometime. It was 10 a.m. It was 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Sorry. 10 a.m. Central. It was 2 p.m. Europe time. Uh, (laughs) So we know that that happened. And my question for you is, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) What's the deal? What's the deal? You just put 22 people on the field and they kick a ball. People pay $50 a ticket. That's a cheap. That's, soccer a, game. No, that's not bad. That actually. seems pretty cheap. Yeah, no, that's pretty. That's like, oh, yeah. That's what me and my wife pay to get two tickets plus parking in Memphis. But that's the oh for the the Memphis Grizzlies. No, no. See, in <laughs> soccer, they like to name their teams after dumb shit. Oh, the uh, Memphis fuckers. <laughs> uh, no, our, this team is named after the area code. Oh, five one two. Memphis nine zero one FC. Uh, you have Real oh, Salt FC. Lake, Real being Spanish for Royal, because no one knew what Real meant. Oh, that's sorry. But there's the LA Galaxy. Let's get back to the topic at hand, because we know that the Women's World Cup was played this past Sunday at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Eastern. And we know that the U.S. national women's team played the Netherlands. And we know more things, but what we really want to get to the bottom of, Jeff, is just... What's up? What's up? Uh, that's the right answer, actually. Oh, right okay. Answer is, is that the answer the we were right looking for? What's up is what's up. Congratulations, Jeff. Uh, so I want to throw to Jeff real quick. We did, okay, no no spoilers, but we did win. This is the our fourth World Cup, Jeff, is that right? World Cup wait, wait, vic- uh, victory? Wait, oh, wait, oh, I didn't know we won. I thought, that's not fair. What? I had wait. the TV vote. 
<laughs> no, I, oh no, we just I, spoiled I, Jeff. I, no, I knew we won. Jeff, we, we specifically no. asked you to be an expert witness for us for this trial against the Netherlands in which unfortunately we won it's a spoiler for you we just want to know like is it good is it good are we good is it all good is it we good all right so we're good jokes aside jokes aside give us your hot take on the women's world cup uh, the United States is the best women's team, uh, and we won against the Netherlands team that uh, I don't I actually don't know much about because no one really pays attention to women's soccer until the quarterfinals of the Women's World Cup every four years, which is kind of sad. Which is a shame. Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a good game. I liked it. Um. Uh, I do I do really want to say cuz it's been bugging me uh and I'm a huge dick for saying this but but uh her last name is pronounced Rapino 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 I, um, I looked that up and I was hoping I could keep pronouncing um, it wrong Rapino <laughs> yeah. we have a whole episode to apologize for Rapino There's like Megan Rapino like three of them three of them yeah Megan, um, Megan Rapino when you hear this, because I know you're a fam, mm-hmm. when you hear this, we just want to say from the bottom of our hearts, we're sorry, and you can come to our White House anytime. Wait, she's, dude, you didn't she's... see that interview? You didn't see that interview with Megan Rapino? She that? said, I'm not going to the fucking Zero Credits podcast. <laughs> she said that? Yeah, she said, we stand against everything she loves and is. Oh, well, let's pour one out for Megan Rapino. She's uh, we honor your choice. for president. I, so she's kind of blowing up right now because she did something amazing that I, I think we should discuss. Is it win the World Cup? That is one of the amazing things she did, but I think it goes beyond just that. Before she even like got the offer, an interviewer, of course, it comes from a journalist because journalism journalists are idiots. But they they asked her like, "Are you going to go to White House if you win?" And she said, "Fuck no," and that started this whole thing. With, like, Donald Trump going, like, uh, you better finish the deal before you decline the offer, or whatever the fuck language he used. And then she turned around and fucking won the the, the, the World Cup. And then, like, it's, it's amazing. It's a very interesting situation where a lot of these, like, pretty conservative uh, pundits and figures decided to uh, rail against Megan Rapinoe. And say, oh, well, how about you win first? I'm like, oh, you mean like the most dominant team in women's soccer? You're daring them to win? Cool, cool. She did something way better, though. Uh, oh. Because you, you you mentioned in the in the last podcast that uh, she wasn't she didn't play in the semifinal. Yes. Uh, that's because she had a hamstring injury. Mm-hmm. And basically, she was... Like she was okay to play in the final, but she was not okay to play well. Uh, so she did basically nothing in the final, scored a penalty kick, and uh, won the World Cup uh, with with basically an injured leg. Um, That's pretty amazing. I love it's pretty her. Great, she's great. So, so even injured, it's like you, you see all the headlines like, "Oh, Rapino, Rapino mm-hmm. uh, walks the walk." 
But what they leave out is that, like, it's a limp, or, or like, it's not a full step because her leg is hurt. Walks the walk with a hamstring injury. <laughs> now, I know that there's another player. I mean, every time there is a World Cup women's or otherwise, and I think this is, like, the like the Women's World Cup that has gotten the most, like, positive heat, at least in recent-ish memory. One, one of the most viewers, yeah, for sure. Like, even in, uh, I think, BBC it said something like, no, oh, I don't know numbers. This Women's World Cup was more viewed than the previous Women's World Cup mm-hmm. in Britain. But uh, Megan Rapino, I know that, you know, it, it's it's her and it's her whole team's, like, it, it's their victory. But I know that there's also another player that people tend to talk about a fair amount. It's Alex something? Morgan. Alex, Alex Morgan. Morgan. Yeah, Alex Morgan. Okay. Yeah. She she scored a bunch of goals in an in, in, in the first game the uh, the one against I want to say Thailand sure Jeff yes I think she scored five against Thailand yeah Thailand? I'm pretty sure that's that's correct yeah um, um but uh, oh Jeff I, I was gonna say Alex Morgan is a complete boss um she uh she was the first player to ever come on and score both a goal and an assist in a World Cup final in 2011 uh, awesome. and she was a sub too so like she she came on i think like in the 70th, 70th minute it went to extra time and she just yeah she scored a goal and an assist and is generally awesome uh but she tends to uh she tends to dive a lot and that that's really lame uh, oh I, she- I don't know if you guys actually watched the final of the women's world cup this year I unfortunately missed it due to not knowing when it was on. Okay. Uh, there were there, there. So we got a penalty. That was one of our goals. But then there were two other instances where, where Alex Morgan went down in the, in the box. Uh, mm. And it was like, she just got lightly tapped on the shoulder or whatever. And uh, it really sucks because she's like the best player on that team. She's better than Megan Rapino, I think. This is really interesting to hear you say, having not seen it, because one of the major criticisms coming out right now at the at the verge of this moment is that women's soccer is so much more interesting to watch because they don't dive, or maybe it's they don't dive as often. They may I'm not, not dive sure. as often. Um, what, what was that? They may not dive as often. I mean, nobody nobody watches women's soccer nearly as much as they watch men's soccer, so the sample sizes are a little skewed. You also have this, this thing where uh, I didn't actually realize this again, because I don't watch a women's soccer all that much, but the gold cup final for the men's team was uh, that night at eight. So, yeah. So I watched the women's world cup final at 10 AM and I watched the gold cup final at eight. And it was immediately obvious to me how much more physical men the, at least mexico and the u.s played i guess i can't speak for like every man who's ever played soccer um, yeah so yeah you get these you get these weird debates in like the u.s soccer fandom about like oh the women and the men should play or the women would kick the men's ass i think it would be a fairly close game just because there, there's a different culture as far as how mm-hmm. you should play um and i don't know like I don't I'm I don't believe there should be a separation between the two. I think that if you're good enough to play, you should play. Um so maybe I'm Okay. I don't know. But I, I, I think that 
uh, I think that they're both different. They have their, their, their like women's soccer is, I think easier to see the buildup in. Um, there were passes we had against uh, England that were fucking amazing. I've never seen passes just offered up on a plate like they were against England. But I also think that against uh, like if the men were playing, you would probably have people closing down a lot harder. So you wouldn't have the opportunity to play those passes. So there's like a, a different mental game you play. Yeah. And the, yeah. the two different, I don't know, genres, I, I don't, divisions. I don't want to make the argument that like, Oh, men are inherently stronger and faster and just generally like more physical. But that is the difference that I, that I see between the two is that the men's game tends to be more physical and the women's game tends to be a little bit more open. And I mean, I, I think that there's, there is some like reasoning behind that because for, for the most part, like, especially in the world of sport, uh, men are just kind of women on steroids, like biologically speaking. So they have a, they have a lot more like they have a much higher ceiling for recovery and a much like higher floor for like base level strength. So typically speaking, men in sports do tend to be more physical because their bodies can typically recover faster. But like I, I think that if you look at someone like women's soccer, it tends to be like much more technical uh, yeah. and, and less like outright physical. So I think that they're probably equally as good it's just it's a different style it's like a different flavor of the same tasty dessert yeah Yeah, one has steroids in it and there's still there's still stuff that is impressive regardless of who you're watching like um again against england uh england had that one shot that was like from 40 yards out that was going towards the top corner and uh nayer who's the the u.s goalkeeper uh just spread like stretched out as far as she could and barely got it, you know, by her fingertips that I don't, I don't care if you're a man or a woman that, that was fucking amazing. Was, yeah. The, 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 there should be no downplaying of any physical achievement in these games. It's just uh, like man or woman, like the average person can't fucking do it. And yeah, therefore yeah. it is impressive. Yeah. Uh, one thing that really like came out of this that really, uh, I won't say it surprised me because it didn't, but it really bummed me the hell out. So there's a video of the, uh, and Jeff, you have to tell me, the acronym for the U.S. women's, is it USWNT? Yeah, for the women's team. U.S. And women's then, national team, yes. I think. Yes. Uh, there, there was a video of them with like a post-victory celebration where they were drinking champagne and dancing. Uh, and that video is incredible because you get to see people at a moment of like pure ecstatic euphoria about like surviving and thriving in one of the most like athletically challenging environments and, and winning this like once every four year event. World Cup's every four years, right? Correct. Yep. Jeff? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, but that, I think that video is great and I got like a big rush from watching it. And then, of course, uh, a bunch of fucking assholes are like trying to take these ladies down for like dancing and drinking and having a good time with victory because I I don't know what it is, but there's like this weird movement, especially amongst like people who are conservative, like media figures trying to like shit on women for like being present at all or outgoing whatsoever you saw the same shit with like the aoc like college dancing like promo video thing and they're like oh they 
they comport themselves like strumpets, dancing and drinking liquors. I must return to my cave. There is a weird thing. If we just turn the clock back a little bit, just to the black hole picture, because a woman was involved, there's a weird thing where people want to strip that achievement away from the person who achieved it because of their gender. Yeah, there was that whole movement where you had all these weird right-wing trolls trying to insist that like this guy who helped her with her research actually was the main researcher. Yeah. J- just based on like lines of code, mm-hmm. something like that. Like, Oh, I bet her lines of code don't c- compare to his lines of code. And then they broke it down, but it's like, well, she devised the algorithm that the entire thing uses. Like, that's the key to the lock. Like, I mean, it even becomes more reductive than that because it, I, I, I like to make it sound like it's a lot of like conservative or kind of right wing media types, but there's a lot of people I'd say like, you know, typically well-meaning, but ignorant people who will like, look at this world cup video and comment it on like, Oh, these people are acting in a shameful way. And that's just because like the ceiling for acceptable behavior for women is fucking two inches off the ground. Yeah. Like if, if women do not act a very specific way, people are like, Oh, they're acting like, like hookers. (laughs) They're drinking champagne like hookers would. But the weird thing is you look at any of the races, cars, horses, white, Doesn't matter what, what the fuck? No, you look at any of the athletic goddamn races uh, uh, that involve a vehicle, either car or horse. And what do they get when they win? They get like a laurel of roses or whatever. And a fucking glass of champagne. Yeah. They provide them with all the brute they can drink. I didn't, there was a weird thing that came out. During the Women's World Cup about celebrating during a game. Like, women shouldn't oh. mock their opponents. Mm-hmm. Are you talking what the about fuck the, is that about? Are you talking about the uh, the Thailand thing where they scored 13 goals? And No, no, no. Th- this was more specific. It was in the Britain game, the, the U.S. versus uh, England. Alex Morgan scored. Oh. She, like, sipped the, tea as a victory tea. thing. Oh yeah, no, that was I, I didn't see anybody arguing against women celebrating. I did see a mm-hmm. lot of people getting really mad at Alex Morgan. Specifically Piers Morgan, who is oh, uh, fuck that asshole. Who is Sorry. like human garbage given well, no, he's just human garbage, I suppose. Uh in fact the best thing I saw was in the match thread on Reddit, uh, was someone <laughs> someone posted a tweet he did where where he was like you know, oh, she's definitely smoking a blunt, not drinking tea. Ugh. And uh, some English, one of the English <laughs> fans just called him a twat. <laughs> nice. And everyone, everyone's like, yep, there's anything that can bring English and Americans together. It's hating Piers Morgan. <laughs> yes. Fuck That's that guy. That's pretty amazing. My favorite thing that, that Piers Morgan did was going into, I think it was the semifinals for the World Cup. It was U.S. versus England. The yes. tea-sipping match. The tea-sipping match. Uh, he, he clearly does not like Megan Rapinoe's politics uh, because they're in any way like progressive or human and not the same like dinosaur politics he believes in. But he said, ooh, I cannot wait for our lionesses to, to dent their egos, which is like a ridiculous thing to say because that's like if 
if you're like really into basketball and there's like a Golden State Warriors and they say something political, you're like, oh, wait till they taste the heat of our Utah Jazz. Yeah. Whoa. Wait, Whoa, does man. Utah still have the Jazz? They still do have the Jazz. Much to New Orleans' <laughs> chagrin, 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 chagrin. Yeah, there you go. Fucking French. Is that a French word? I have no idea. <laughs> I I know nothing G7. about basketball. I I heard I don't the Atlanta Hawks the other day and thought someone was just saying was just getting the Falcons <laughs> wrong. Uh, so, <laughs> That's I, pretty funny. They uh, they actually they have a defensive line called the Filthy Birds. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, instead of the dirty birds of the dirty birds yeah. so i'm trying to make like a falcons i'm trying to identify with football people all right so there's one more name we need to, to mention in the world cup because megan rapino she scored on a, a penalty kick but the score was the final score was two to one not just one to one so we need to mention rose lavelle lavelle Jeff? lavelle rose lavelle god damn it <laughs> You get this corrected is, and then still said the wrong thing. This is the this white is sexism. <laughs> Rose Lavelle, uh, she scored the second goal, or yeah, the second goal, the, the winning goal, the most yes. winningness of the goals. Well, I, I guess I think the winning goal was the penalty, but yes, oh, okay. I think they would call. So they would call that second goal a brace, or no? Hold on, what? Hang on. Okay, so this is. This might just be a British thing. I have no idea. But is this, if is you this some score, shit? if you score two goals in a match, they, it's called a brace. But I don't know. I don't know if that's just when one person scores two goals, or when two goals are scored and you're like you win by two goals. That sounds like some fucking tea and crumpet I, shit. I, Jeff, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna be no, honest with be. you. You could have straight up lied to us. And we yeah, we would have believed it. Yeah, honestly. Damn it! I really should have. Oh my god! Uh, but we we need to mention her because, uh, of course, she scored a goal in the final. Uh, but then, of course, the media picked up that she—I think it was her—wore a Mia Hamm jersey as a kid, and yes. then she got to score a goal in the for, World Cup for Halloween. She dressed up as Mia Hamm. That's fucking incredible. That's fucking sick. Like, if anything can tell you, don't let your dreams be dreams. It's Rose Lavelle. I know because she's awesome. And NFC, everyone on this women's NFC, national team is awesome. It just tells you you have to be careful about what you let your kids dress up as, because you know <laughs> if they might just down the road, I was a cowboy. Uh, that'd be <laughs> fucking weird, right? You know, you know, you know those people who like dress their kids up like hobos and tramps. <laughs> yeah, what a shame! What a shame! I'm sorry. What hobos and tramps? Those aren't those are not uh, correct terms. Homeless people. And tramps. <laughs> well, no, isn't a hobo a hobo is specifically a, a homeless person who who hit, hitches rides on train cars, isn't it? Yeah, a hobo is specifically well, a homeless person who is boneless. What <laughs> stands for okay. homeless boneless? Hold on, you guys are both off the mark. Hobo just means mig- migratory worker. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. Well, wait, okay. So like okay so that's all it are, means. So people that work on oil rigs are they hobos? Yes, the, absolutely. The Joes from Grapes of Wrath were they hobos? Yes, they didn't find work. Oh, the, no. oh. wait, did they find work? I just remembered the end scene. I'm sorry. Um, all right, the breastfeeding. Right. Yeah, yeah. So then they're they're not tramps. They're mm-hmm. uh, 
A tramp uh, is a dog that eats spaghetti. <laughs> I think a tramp is like a boxcar. A person that, who rides in boxcar. That's a hobo. No, yeah, hobos hobo. are migratory workers. Oh, yeah, how do they think they migrate? Okay, I guess Well, I don't by know sensing that. the Earth's magnetic field in their beak, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's pretty good. You made both of us laugh. Oh, you just won that. Pretty good. All right. Closing thoughts about the Women's World Cup. I know there is some stupid shit going on. As soon as uh, the, of course, as soon as the, the cup was won, people started chanting equal pay, equal pay. There's a discrepancy between the men's cup winner and the women's cup winner. Do we have any thoughts about this? Um, yeah, no, they should be paid the same. Um, the same. It, yeah, because... I mean, Look, okay, there's an argument to be made that like the, like women's soccer is not as popular as men's soccer, so there's not as much money to be made off of it, so therefore it, people should get paid less. That's one of the reasons that I think that we should just have like a combined league and however good you are is however good you are and you get you, you know, but it doesn't matter. Uh like a but, no, like a true meritocracy is what Yeah, what you're no, I think that would proposing. be great. I I understand like there is like a hashtag #biotruths thing where like yeah, women are going to be generally not as athletic as men so if you want to do like a women's league and have a women's team fine whatever but if like if alex morgan decided she wanted to try to go play for fucking bayern munich she should be able to there's no reason she, she that she shouldn't do that right mm-hmm. uh there's yeah, yeah, no reason she shouldn't be allowed to uh that's a totally different thing um the the thing that really makes me mad about the pay discrepancy is that uh it if I'm not mistaken, the men get more money for participating in the World Cup than the women do for for winning it, and that's, yeah, that's a huge problem. That seems uh, fucked up. The, yeah, the, the floor for like the floor for the men's national team for pay <laughs> is higher than anyone else on the women's national team just for participating yeah. at all, not for yeah. winning. Yeah, that's I, uh, that's the problem. So, so um, definitely winning should be on the same level because it's not as though they're doing any less work. This, this isn't a weird tennis thing where like the women play less sets. This is like they're playing the yeah. same amount. They're playing the same the game. Phys- yeah. 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 The physical uh, demands of each player, I would argue, are near identical. Yeah. And and I mean, really, if if you were putting together an all like a uh, 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 men and women's like U.S. national team, and you didn't have both, you know, Alex Morgan and Christian Pulisic on on there, I, I would call you crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, like if you were going to to make like a fantasy team, yeah, you would want just bottom line the best players. Yes, so that would it, it wouldn't matter gender then just the people who have performed the best and if the, like if that team is composed of men and women then they honestly should be paid the same way yep and since i mean the women i don't think anyone here I, yeah i don't think anyone here would argue you do the same job you get the same money period absolutely yep. that is fair across all walks of life i don't think that anyone win cornered would disagree with that also there's yeah. a pretty interesting twitter thread where someone pretty exclusive pretty extensively debunks this idea that women's soccer makes less money. It does because they like aggregate together the last three years 
of like money and tickets sold for men's versus women's game, and it's basically identical. Uh, I think it was. I I can't speak for friendlies and qualifiers and stuff like that, but I know that the women's World Cup uh, this year got like one percent more viewership than in twenty. uh, shoot, 2015. Uh, and that's saying something because this year it was in France and in 2015 it was in Canada. So Ooh. it was in prime time in 2015. And they it moved, wow. it moved six over six hours across the, the ocean, uh, this year and still gained viewers. And that that really says something that's impressive for America, yeah. Because a lot of people said in the thread about uh, the Britain viewership rising. They, they said, oh, well, the time difference obviously was responsible for the bump. But if the inverse is like if in America, the viewership still went up despite the time difference, that's actually saying something. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I work at a like a large financial institution that's across the entire country, and it's hard to get these normies to care about anything <laughs> on so on the day of the quarter or the semifinals, whichever one was taking place on weekday, multiple people were wearing like a U.S. Women's National Team kit or a jersey. Everyone was watching the game. People gave a shit. Th- this is what I wanted to talk about. I think it was Nike made the women's jerseys available in male men's sizes. Mm-hmm. And unsurprisingly, the sales doubled. Yeah. Because you're absolutely. now catering to a... Yeah, you're you're now catering to a demographic that you weren't previously catering to. Mm-hmm. It's really a shame though, because all the jerseys had the Betsy Ross flag on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Nike! I, so I, I th- there is this weird, stupid like. Of course, when discrepancies are brought up, people dive into s- statistics to try to disprove them. There's there's this weird thing going around where it's like. Well, actually, the women make a higher percentage of the money than the men. And the numbers being thrown around are like men apparently get 9% of the revenue and and women get 13%. I would say I don't give a shit. Right. Um, Yeah. I pay them the same. In the game of money... It's total sums that matter, not fucking percentages. Like I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. If you're so worried about percentages, why don't why don't you just not have the women's World Cup, right? If you're that worried that the women are going to make more money on the percentage, you know, because like no one's going to say, oh, let's just not have the women's World Cup. It's not worth it to pay them that much of a percentage of the revenue because then you're yeah. giving up eighty or ninety one percent of the revenue. Hmm. Uh, it's. A- there are so many things that I see on the internet every day that just infuriate me. <laughs> I think everyone can say the same. And, and honestly, having Jeff here might be a boon because I, I typically just close the window when I see something that, that infuriates me. But Jeff's kind of he, – he's a little different. I, he sometimes I, engages. I marinate. I marinate in the, in the hatred. I try not to engage though. Honestly, okay. like it, it, uh, I, I used to engage a lot with these people that make me mad and, uh, it, it just makes you unhappy because you're not going right? to, you don't change anybody's mind 
And eventually, eventually you become the guy going, hey, fuck you, buddy. And then they get the moral high ground, even though they just told you yeah. to go fuck yourself like eight times. It's an emotion uh, hole. Like you, yeah. you throw things into a pit and there's nothing you can do because the, the people who like truly succeed at being bad people have a phenomenal like they they have like an evolutionary rounding error of a personality trait, which is like no shame. Yeah. And you can't attack those people. And that's why they succeed. Like one of them is president. They have this like yeah. incredible, they, they have this incredible personality problem that makes them impossible to assail. They have become so used to being so incredibly wrong that they've gotten really adept at just flipping things around. So, so, okay. So like one, one, uh, thing on, on Facebook, I, I don't even remember what the original argument was. Uh, I was talking to this dude who was a complete psychopath, uh, and you know, was like advocating that global warming was a hoax and MAGA and all that <sighs> shit. And, um, Fuck. and I, he like just brought up the Iran deal and how shitty it was and why would Obama ever do that? And I was like, okay, so like you're, so I started arguing with them about this, like, okay, your plan for this rogue state that you're really worried about is to just let them have unregulated nuclear weapons. And he goes, uh, they're just going to have them anyway. What, why would you even need to make a deal? It's like, there's a lot to be said about diplomacy and talking to people. And, uh, and, and then after I said that, he, he really just hit on this, like, oh, so you think you should just talk to people with nuclear weapons pointed at your head? And I, no matter what I said, he would just repeat this over and over again and tell me I was an idiot. Um, and there and I, is, you know, like, yeah, there's yeah. a fascinating point in the discussion between these two sides, no matter what the representatives of these sides are, where logic completely breaks down. The, the reality of you're going to talk to people with nuclear weapons in your head is like, well, what the fuck else are you going to do? Like, if you if you are helpless in that moment, what else can you do but fucking talk? Like, that's the instinct. Try to talk your way out of it. I mean, I think I think the way that guy was thinking is like America is the most powerful nation on the planet. So, of course, we should, I don't know, use our nuclear arsenal to destroy anyone else who doesn't like it. I, I don't really know. Like it, it, the, it got weird. The, there was a general who wanted to just bomb the fuck out of like Korea or Vietnam. I can't remember which. I think his name was MacArthur. Yeah, General yeah, MacArthur yeah, wanted. General MacArthur. General MacArthur wanted to fuck up Korea, and he wanted to preemptively attack China, like huh. against against direct orders. He he positioned his troops along a river bordering China, and he was going to start invading China without. He was going to start invading China without official go-ahead because he was a psychopath. There's something to be said about a person who sees firsthand the absolutely horrific reality that is the atomic bomb and then turns around and says, we need to use this again. (laughs) And I think all of that is is to say that we all enjoyed the, the U.S. Women's World Cup final. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bombs and all. It's really perfect because what are you on? IPA number three. Yeah. The second you took a sip of your third IPA, you became political. It's really no. like perfect. I look. I know a lot about U.S. history, and it haunts me. So whenever I drink, and whenever I hit my third IPA, the ghost of U.S. <laughs> history creeps out of my throat, 
and just starts dropping knowledge bombs about shit that isn't really related to the topic. So, so first of all, I think there should be a zero credits after dark. That is 100% (laughs) political, 100% of the time. Uh, And secondly, U S history barely has anything to do with it because I think about U S future and the fact that when my kids are like 25 and they're going to be like, so when you were 20 or when you were 28, there were like, concentration camps huh and i i'd have to be like yeah yeah there were and uh you know like i I really think about that though that's fucked up like there's a point i think for almost every generation where you have to explain something to your preceding generation really yeah uh it seemed it seemed very bad at the time um but there was a lot that was going on (laughs) my only hope is that my child looks at me, looks at me one day with, with bright eye, bright eyes, optimism in his or her face, and says, "Do I have to work for a menial sum of money every two month, like two times a month, doing a job I hate?" And I can honestly look in their face and say, "No, you can do whatever the fuck you want." And then and, you and look be, lovingly at your wall true. to your portrait of the great leader, Andrew Yang, and his, his $1,000 <laughs> per month guaranteed basic income. I mean, $1,000 a month ain't going to uh, cover it, my friend. <laughs> man, I am so in favor of universal basic income, but I'm so not okay with Andrew Yang. Yeah, agreed, I, dude. I, I don't I, want anyone in the White House who's like a Silicon Valley dude. No, I, me, yes. me either. I that, no, I absolutely think that a universal basic income will be necessary, let's oh, say, 30, 40 years in the future. Yeah. Maybe as close as 10. <laughs> I mean, I mean if it's, view, if it's, it's like universal basic income versus federal jobs guarantee, who can say? I'm a federal jobs guarantee person. but So I, does that mean there's a job for every person? Yeah. It means you're guaranteed some amount of like productive paying job how does how does that stand up to automation i don't know dude everyone becomes a poet i could be paid to be a poet sure federal child guarantee man i can do poetry jeff say something hi oh oh about the jobs guarantee yeah no i'm i'm more of like a a universal basic income guy uh mainly because um I think that I think that eventually it's going to come down to like there are going to be people that want to work and they take the higher pay like you know higher paying jobs they go on to college blah 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 hopefully free college um, hopefully hopefully that free would be college nice. but that way that way you know you can because like when I when I graduated high school right I was not ready for college okay I should have taken a year off I should have really figured out what I wanted to do with my life but. Um, and, and and at that point, I really should have been able to make the choice. Like, do I want to just be content with my life and not really, sh- I guess not really be ambitious would be the way to, to think about it, though that sounds really negative with the way society thinks about it. Um, well, or, th- there's a weird yeah. thing where my entire life I have been set, I've been told I can do anything and, and that like my, my future is my own responsibility and stuff like that. But I have absolutely no ambition, and I would absolutely just love to collect the paycheck for doing minimal amounts of work 
and that opportunity was never presented as an option. I mean, the the shaming of a lack of ambition stems from, like, the the meta-American myth of, like, bootstrapping and self-madeness. Because I think that I, I honestly believe that it's perfectly okay for someone to exist without ambition. Like, I don't, I think that ambition is like, it's not a virtue, it's just a personality trait. I, I have ambition, and it's not a great thing all the time. But like, I, I think that it's perfectly okay for someone to be content. I don't think we should always be forcing people to like constantly be improving themselves particularly i mean we talk about ambition ambition in like the the american myth sense always means career ambition someone can have emotional or psychological or internal ambitions that don't necessarily correlate to career ambitions like you it's perfectly okay to not want to be the ceo of something i think that's fine yeah and and not only that but but like hobby ambition you know if if you're stuck working a shitty job that you hate 40 hours a week and you come home and all you want to do is you know not work that job you have no whoops my bad you have no like inspiration or any desire to do anything because you're just wiped out i, I mean like, you're absolutely right the, 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 there comes a point where even just doing a podcast like we do becomes this weird momentum thing where it's like well we started it 2 years ago we only kind of continue it because it, it, it's going forward, even though both of us work jobs that we really don't like, but that afford us an op- opportunities to enjoy things we otherwise couldn't. Like, th- th- there's a weird work-life balance thing that no employer talks about, but every employee absolutely is concerned about. Hey, man, I just want to get paid to do gunpla. If I could quit my job and just do Gunpla, what are you saying? Jeff, back me up on this. I have no idea what that is. Okay, so Gunpla is the art of assembling and then uh, in minute detail painting Gundam models. (laughs) If I could do that... (laughs) No, dudes, Henry has been to my house. He's seen my Gundams. They're very nice. They're very nice. I need to I need to repaint some of them. But no, like I've if if I had like a perfect job, it would be building tiny things for long, long periods of time. Because like that's what I find therapeutic. Those are the hobbies I enjoy. That's why I did electrical engineering for as long as I did. I mean, I I kind of. Geez, sorry, my dog is uh, wanting attention. Oh, Fiona. Um, Yeah. Uh, is, no is it okay if I say your dog's name on the podcast? It's fine. I'm will sure I? that I'm sure that no one will be able to identify me based I, on my dog's. We name. can bleep it if necessary. No, we'll, it's we'll bleep fine. it out in post. I okay, we're, we're gonna bleep it out. We're gonna bleep. Right. It. We'll bleep it out. Okay. We, anyway, we want to protect uh, your dog's identity. Her social security number is eight seven six eight seven eight seven seven six. So, okay, so we'll bleep out the name, but we'll yep. keep the social security. We will absolutely yeah. keep that in, but yeah. we will bleep uh, the name out. Yeah, she can vote. She's a citizen. You know? Like, she's got a social security number. I just gave you the number. Yeah. I know all of our listeners can vote as your dog. That would That's be amazing. Fine. Let's, That's fine. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. You were uh, about to say something. <laughs> I was about to say, okay, so I, I wasted basically, I, I wasted four years of my life getting a degree in physics only to find out that that's not what I wanted to do. And now, uh, 
what I want to do is like learn how to use unity and make video games. And I do not have time for that shit. Cause I've got to go back to school and like, I'm doing an internship right now that, that, you know, is a 40 hour a week job. And like, I come home and I'm tired and I don't want to do anything like productive. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and I'm pretty sure once I get a job, it's going to be something that, I don't want to do. And now then you don't have time for your hobbies. And, and I think this is what baby boomers would call, uh, whining, uh, and, and, and being a goddamn millennial, but (laughs) you know, fuck them. I, I the previous, the previous generations absolutely allowed their dreams to die for financial security. And, And while financial security is nice and always having food on the table is good. And, absolutely was the goal of like the 1950s or the years right after the depression these days i feel like our generation millennials if you want to call them that or our gen zers the ones we are not i know the ones coming after Uh, us they're called zoomers all right fuck that fucking nomenclature (laughs) but i feel like these i think anything we can use to separate them from gen xers which are truly the most diseased generation yeah good thing that the the generations coming up have more of a drive to be emotionally fulfilled in a way that the older generations don't feel comfortable talking about yeah we want to we want to have our hierarchy of needs being self-actualization more important than shelter and food. We want artistic fulfillment. I don't know about and, that. I think shelter well, I, like, and food is still the the base of the pyramid. It's just that it's I, easier to get shelter and food now. Okay. Yeah. It's not as high up on the on the hierarchy. It's not it's not as more pressing of a need than expressing ourselves artistically or in whatever way we desire. There's an escalator going about halfway up the pyramid in the hierarchy of needs. That's okay. That's how I feel. Yeah. I mean, I also feel like maybe the, the baby boomer thing, if we assume the baby boomers like gave up on something to have money, I think that that's patently false because I also think the baby boomers had a lot. The thing about being a baby boomer is that you could have a job selling like wet hot dog buns to Lutherans and make the equivalent of $120,000 a year. Like baby boomers had bullshit jobs that got them through college that they could have as long as they wanted to, that gave them pensions with rich lump sum payouts that they could roll to IRAs and have shit paid out to them for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And then the the wet hot dog bun boom just really yeah. fuck people up when that bubble burst. Yeah, that bu- well yeah, when that bubble burst. And, that, and look, there's a reason today that all you see are dry hot dog hot dog yeah. buns. Yeah. It really yeah. changed. That but whole industry died. Boomers like, had it, such hot- shit nonsense jobs that paid them a fortune, whereas I I feel like now that we're like trapped in the capitalism maze, people realize there's no way out, so they look for more emotional fulfillment than baby boomers look yeah. for. And then Gen Xers, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're getting elected to Supreme Court justices with calendars from 1984. Oh my fuck God. Gen Xers. <laughs> the only way, the only way to really make money now is to get incredibly fucking lucky. Uh, yeah, it's to be lucky, and fine. it's once you become lucky, you have to uh, look, really, really abuse people's excess labor on a massive oh, scale. Look, oh, look, yes. look. All all we need to do, 
is buy a beat from an Icelandic man and write a country song about horses. That's all you need to do. Um, Actually, it was, uh, he's talented. I think it was, um, I was being silly. Uh, oh, uh, what's the word Keep for going. someone from the Netherlands? Uh, Niederlander. Is it uh, a Nethi? Uh, no. Dutch. Niederlander? Dutch. It was Dutch, a Dutch woman. Go. That's Holland. Holland is part of the Netherlands. Oh! <gasps> Holland is a, a Dutch is woman. A, Holland is a hey, Dutch no, state. Yeah, re- refocus on it. It was a Dutch woman who? It was a Dutch woman who made the beat. That's pretty amazing. Oh, I we, think I think it was a woman. We've been saying a Swedish man. Yeah, we've been it, saying Swedish man for like years. It could three be years. a man. I actually don't know. That's the glory of the internet. <laughs> the internet That's, is genderless. I uh, I hope it's a woman because representation is important. Yeah. yeah. And of but course, also, uh, rodeo is better than Panini, but Panini does slap. Yes. Panini I slaps. Have, all right. He needs more of the songs to be on the radio because that's my main <laughs> avenue of music these days. Do yeah, because you listen to fucking. Henry doesn't listen to music, Jeff. I roast him for this regularly. <laughs> I listen to what comes on the radio. I will say You Need to Calm Down is way better than me. I have fucking no it, idea what those songs are. Those is. are both Taylor Swift songs. Okay. It is, but You Need to Calm Down is still a shitty song. Um, it got way more. Like, it, it. Look, the thinking behind it is way stronger than the actual message of it. <laughs> I I feel like Taylor Swift T- Taylor Swift thinks that song does more than it does and it that, doesn't. That song that song does the same thing that every other Taylor Swift song does and that is uh hey everybody look at me I'm Taylor Swift I'm the new Taylor Swift somehow uh <laughs> Taylor Swift 7.3 yep. Jeff I have bad news the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now why oh, wh- why because why? she's dead Oh my god! I feel like I'm left out on a reference. That's from 1989, right? What? Oh fuck! I the don't know Taylor her Swift albums. album. What? Wait, the no, Taylor Swift that's album? the Shake It Off. That's or is that the one? Oh, uh, look one what you made that? me do. That's the one that you're look what you're you... Oh, I, I skipped Reputation. Oh, Reputation. Okay, okay. okay. But I skipped look what that you made because me do. it it was look bad. what you made me do was the best song that she made. Uh, in a long time, mostly because what the uh, fuck are I'm you not, saying to me right I'm now? Not done. You respect your guests, sir. <laughs> I will. I will throw hands. You've had well, two. You've had yeah. three IPAs. Henry is off the cuff. <laughs> uh, no, it got remixed with "Toxic" by Britney Spears and became the best pop song ever written. All right, send me that link. Uh, I will. I will do that, and I will reevaluate my life choices. So, okay. number one, Taylor Swift is a bad ally. Number yeah. two, yes. I would like She's to... She's a pop star and the most highest paid musician. I am getting too loud. Uh, so what I would like to uh, pivot, talking about uh, pop stars being bad allies, the, I give you guys, you guys, I give the listeners and you, Henry, an update every year, and I would like to touch on it in the closing minutes of our podcast, because I feel time? like I would be doing a disservice to both our fans, to you, to Jeff, if I were not to bring it up. And that is, of course... The I know that we talked a lot about the women's U.S. national women's U.S. women's national team, but the greatest sport of all is it doesn't take place with athletes, takes place with athletes, baby. I'm talking about playing video games fast. 
Oh, speedrunning. Yes. What do you... Summer games done quick. I watched a lot of it. You did? I loved it. Jeff? I always wait for it to go to YouTube and then just watch random videos. That they There's post. a lot on YouTube right now. It was about a week ago, so I think everything yeah. is archived. Summer Games Done Quick this year was phenomenal. I very much enjoyed it. There was a run, I think, of Titanfall 2 that I learned so much about the physics engine of that game, and the commentator was both funny and informative. I forget his name. Absolutely look up that Titanfall 2 speedrun. It's really good. So Summer Games Done Quick, I do this explainer. I think I pretty much only do AGDQ or SGDQ. I never cover them both on the podcast. I think you only do SGDQ. Yeah, usually there's less going on in the summer. But SGDQ, Summer Games Done Quick, is an offshoot of Awesome Games Done Quick. Basically, uh, what is it? How long is it? A week. A week long. A full week speedrunning exhibition where people play video games as fast as humanly possible for the benefit of a charity. For Summer Games Done Quick 2019 was Doctors Without Borders. Yes. And during Summer Games Done Quick this year, they not only broke the uh, they they broke the record for the most money raised during any speedrunning event in history, including all previous AGDQs or SGDQs. They broke $2,450,000, but they eventually, during, I think, the best run of the entire event, the Chrono Trigger run that they ended it with, they broke $3 million for Doctors Without Borders, which is insane. Very much incredible. It, It was, I, if I were to recommend... And this might be later. I've got a couple runs I want to recommend to people. Maybe I've got some runs to recommend, too. Uh, Jeff, I know that you haven't watched it yet, so you might be left out, but that will be slightly later. Oh, I would uh, rather you tell me what to watch, because I, I'm i not good at just picking them and, and watching them. I have to... I, it, it's I, tough. So, there are a couple speed... I, I'm sorry, I just, like, butted in, but there are a couple speedruns that I, I watch whenever they come up, so, like, every three years when when, like, Super Mario Sunshine is being run, or uh, Super yeah. Mario RPG is being run. I watch those every single time, because they are Jeff, the best games ever to watch. You will be happy to hear there's a Super Super Mario Sunshine race this yeah. year. Oh, very good. Yes. There's so a, good. Very good. There's a Super Mario Sunshine race. There is... Are you guys familiar with the concept of randomizers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there is a simultaneous... Link to the Past Super Metroid double randomizer simultaneous run where someone is playing through a randomized version of Link to the Past, a randomized version of Super Metroid at the same time. Like with the same controller? Yes. That's, that's pretty amazing. In That's fucking insane. Like the thing about the speedrunning community, especially around the, the games done quick community, is that they keep pushing the boundaries in ways that I can't even begin to understand. Like, there there was a whole custom Mario ROM block, like a Kaizo block, with, with like, randomized blind race, which was pretty awesome, with a relay team of, of four people each. And then, like, games like Grand Pooh World, which I've never heard of before, which was awesome. And then there was another one, like, this whole customized Mario block was super fucking impressive to watch. The the thing about Summer Games Done Quick and Awesome Games Done Quick is that you you really like 
I love these events because I don't know about you guys, but I deeply, intrinsically adore video games. Oh yeah, like they're 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 a huge part of my identity. And to watch something like this, you watch someone who has put thousands and thousands and thousands of hours into becoming like utmost experts at games. And typically speaking, they have this like really intimate relationship with these games, which is so exhilarating to watch. The what you were mentioning earlier, the grand pool world or super pool world, uh, the run through is about two hours long. It's not randomized. It is just a run through of this notoriously difficult Kaizo Mario level set, which to let listeners know who don't know what Kaizo is, Kaizo is like a, a genre of edited ROM hacked Mario levels that are obscenely difficult and more than just being difficult, they are like psychologically manipulative and plot and try to play fun tricks on you. So when you watch this, it's run by, I think Mitch flower power who runs a tremendous, like you, this is like, if you want to watch skill stuff, this is the one to watch. It's yeah. also, I think, the most viewed one off of SGDQ 2019. It is so good mm-hmm. because this guy is, he's so tremendously skilled at running these notoriously difficult levels that even the developers of these levels are, like, stunned by the, like, he does a lot of swag, which is typically what they call doing things that are unnecessary in a speed run but require a lot of skill, don't save any time. He, Mitch Flower Power is a swag master. And as a note for this particular summer summer games done quick, they had a lot of the developers of those ROMs on the couch behind Mm -hmm. the runner saying things like, well, that's not intended. Yeah. (laughs) Which Which is pretty amazing. Which even goes to like, there is a Borderlands 2 speed run where they have the developers of Borderlands 2 on Skype and they are like throughout the entire run just stunned by what these people are doing. My favorite part of that Borderlands 2 speed run, they talk to the developers. They're like, how quick do you think we're going to break your game? And the developer's like, uh, I've seen some of your techniques before, so I'm going to say 10 minutes. And the, the runner was like, so we're already breaking the game and just vomits up extra copies of guns. <laughs> yeah. And it's- one of the other developers goes, you just made me spit take on my keyboard. <laughs> yeah. It's it's phenomenal, especially considering one of the developers of Borderlands 2 was a Borderlands speedrunner himself. That's pretty amazing. So his, his insights are really good. Ah, oh, dude, SGDQ was so good this year. It was good. I, I very much enjoyed it. Although I watched more of Funhouse's Games Done Slow than I watched of SGDQ's Games Done Quick. Garbage, Jeff. <laughs> so Yes, yes, garbage, right? Yeah. Uh, the two things that I think you should watch in addition to what we've discussed already, and I would say the same for any listeners out there, is number one, and this is a personal recommendation, I, uh, and Henry can attest to this, I'm a huge fan of Silent Hill games. They're my favorite. I can attest to that. I love them. You've never said that. I haven't. No. Nope. I've told you that Silent Hill 2 is one of the best games ever made. You never said that before. Okay. Uh, but... There's a runner called Punchy who always runs Silent Hill games for GDQ events. And he's like very well 
he's very skilled at being like charismatic and talking in front of a camera, which you can't say for all speedrunners. And in addition, he does like interesting things. He's pretty cool at elaborating on things. So if you like Silent Hill games, he runs Silent Hill 3 uh, using, typically speaking, he runs them with the gimmick endings and like gimmick costumes and abilities. Oh, so like the UFO endings? Yes, UFO endings. That's pretty amazing. Uh, and then the only other one that I'd really recommend, this is a bigger ask, but Jeff, this is your homework. Uh, you should watch the Chrono Trigger 100% glitchless run. Fair warning, it's six hours long. Oh, that's fine. I like uh, long speed runs. Those are the best ones. Yeah, it's it's six hours long is 100% of Chrono Trigger, arguably the best video game ever made. Uh, and it is him, Puexel, I think is the runner's name. It is him and a couch of pretty talkative, humorous, but informative people running through the entirety of the game. And because it's like 100% glitchless, you get to uh, live through Chrono Trigger again while seeing them hit all of the previous milestones. I mentioned the most money raised by a GDQ event plus like breaking the $3 million mark all miraculously happened during the climax of that game. So it's like you you get the the uh, kind of emotive serotonin rush of watching the end of Chrono Trigger, which is one of the best things, plus the serotonin rush of seeing people raise $3 million for a worthwhile charity all at the same time, plus like some really good incentives. Ugh, I don't even want to spoil stuff. It's such a well, good run. Don't spoil it. Such a good run. Those incentives, man. Ugh. All right, and Jeff. Hi. Uh, if you want to see a run go very bad, but also be very wholesome and heartwarming and endearing, uh, I don't know if they uploaded it to YouTube. I haven't checked. The Pokemon Crystal speed run is probably my favorite thing I've ever watched. I, I saw that. Okay. Do they do, um, I, I mean, I haven't seen it, but I saw it on YouTube, um, I saw it posted on YouTube. Do they do any yeah. weird glitches where they just go straight from like Professor Elms to the end of the game? No, no, no. It's, 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 it is glitchless. So it's a couple hours long, but so like when I say a speed run goes wrong, so many RNG things just don't go the runner's way. <laughs> and the community just swells around him to make him feel like he's doing his best. The, the that crowd it, like, literally swells up. And just <laughs> grows around him until they become one giganto runner. Like the the crowd and then the donations just pour in. Like the runner was like, I don't know, maybe people can start like donating like the amount of money of their favorite Pokemon. And oh, then for shit. like an hour, like an hour straight, people are like, this one's for my favorite Pokemon, Scyther. $112 or whatever. God damn. And, yeah, and just because so many things don't go the runner's way in this game, uh, this is like the, the the outpouring of the community just saves the run. And he's like, How they, they, they hit like 20 miles, not 20, they hit like 10 milestones in that run alone. And How the runner's do you just have like, to be if you're, or do you have to feel like if your favorite Pokemon is Bulbasaur? <laughs> I gotta love my gotta love Bulbasaur. Well, the minimum donation was five dollars. So uh, like, one could, that's discrimination. No <laughs> Ivysaur, Venusaur. I, I think what people did was like my favorite Pokemon's Bulbasaur. So here's five times for my favorite Pokemon Bulbasaur. Well, that's and, the and like, 
Well, I, I mean, they just they wanted to fucking contribute, Jeff. No, no, look, no. If you're gonna if you're gonna contribute to a charity with a theme, you have to get that theme right. Otherwise, it doesn't count. Well, the, I will say, people they like they made a few jokes. Like, what if your favorite Pokemon is from like Sun and Moon? So it's like eight hundred and thirty six. Well, then and you're people screwed. Are like, That's just what you got to do. People were like, here's $8.36 for my favorite Pokemon, Honeybee, I mean, or whatever not, the fuck it's called. First of all, if your favorite Pokemon is from, like, Gen 6, then you're wrong. Um, Decidueye is pretty awesome. Fuck you. The, the Look, earliest... my favorite Pokemon is whatever that cum Pokemon they introduced <laughs> with the strawberries Oh, all creamy? What? All creamy? Yeah. No. yeah. Yeah, they, so, they, can we talk about how the today? Pokemon, yeah, yes, no, today. Like two days ago. Today, oh, it yeah. happened today. That's it the happened today. That's, yeah, <laughs> disgusting. Uh, they posted it on Twitter, and it's like it's like a cake Pokemon, but yeah. it looks sure it looks cake. Like, yeah, it's it's more like soft serve ice cream and strawberries. And sure, someone, soft serve ice cream. Someone, <laughs> 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 no, I think I think someone had uh, porn of that Pokemon up within like five minutes of it being revealed the internet oh, is a truly yeah, disgusting place and should not exist i mean let's be honest they they release a female gym leader and within five minutes there's yeah i mean come on let's not what? talk about That's that how the internet is. henry let me ask, wait hold on i wanted to get something on the podcast what do you regret the fact that you're going to buy pokemon shield because you don't get sword dog no jamie gets sword dog yeah, Sword I'm, Dog is way better. No, Shield Dog. I love Shields. No, I'm gonna buy Pokemon Shield just for uh, Goth Shy Guy Gym Leader. So Sword Dog. Yeah, Goth Shy Guy Gym Leader. Yeah, fine. And, and then also Shield Dog. You guys can enjoy your fucking Shield Dogs, your straight edge gym leaders. I'm gonna I have think my Sword Dogs and your sword dog is my better. Cum Pokemon. <laughs> God damn. Sword Dog and Cum Pokemon is yeah, it's pretty good, but. But list of podcast titles that we cannot use it's sword dog and come pokemon why That's can't not you happening. use it we're not doing that oh so now you're for censorship yes another run that jeff <laughs> should see <laughs> in the sddq block jeff how much do you enjoy platformers uh I, it really depends on the platformer to be honest. how do you feel about one banjo kazooie I love it. I love there it. is a banjo kazooie race. Yeah. No, there's no, a banjo kazooie race where the the runners, the, the the two competitive people, are like they they're like, oh man, you really got that trick. Like they're the most com- like wholesome. Even the, the announcers were like, you guys are being in a competitive race, but like. You guys are complimenting each other so much. It's like, well, the community's really, really nice. We're really like welcoming. If you guys want to run Banjo Kazooie, hit up the Discord. This Banjo Kazooie race, my my wife and I watched it while eating dinner. Like, it is so good. I highly recommend it. But if it, it got uploaded to the YouTube, if anyone in the audience wants some like pure Marianne Williamson like plur vibes, just watch speedrunning stuff. Speedrunning. Unless you get very into it, on the service level is like free of toxicity. People just have fun. There's money being raised for charities. If you've had a long week, like I and Henry and I, I assume Jeff, I know nothing of your life. Uh, if you've had a long week, like we all have, 
Just watch some speed runs. Just sink into it. Just sink. Absorb it into your skin like an exfoliating gel. Do you absorb an exfoliating gel into your skin? I don't know. Typically, you absorb like a moisturizer. <laughs> exfoliating means like it's abrasive. You abrase the skin off. Jeff? Yeah. You're our expert. <laughs> uh, well, um, yeah, so an exfoliant would take the skin off. So you could argue that the skin is being absorbed into the exfoliant. Oh, okay. Yeah, fuck you, John. Yeah. I guess I'm the asshole. <laughs> yeah, you Thank are. Thank you, Jeff. It still looks like some. So says <laughs> No, it, no, it does. The, it's it called totally does. Crom- it's nope. called Aerocrombie? It's it- called Combo. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Creamy? Wait, no, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the actual name of it. Aerocrombie. Oh, Mr. Jizz. <laughs> Jeff, please... Please tell me the real name. Alcremie. A L C R E M I E. A L C U M I N O. Oh, he's just giving me alchemy images. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, oh I didn't put the R. Oh, man. Alcremie. Oh, Jizzy Mon. Oh, that didn't give me an either. Look, hold on. Just read off what I've got. (laughs) (laughs) No! This is Pornhub! This is Pornhub! (laughs) Oh my god! I just want the Yorgi Pokemon Yamper. Oh my god, wait, is that exclusive to to Sword? No, I think it's gonna be... It's gonna be... It's going to be in all of them. I hope. Oh, good, good. Well, that's the first time I semi-inadvertently looked at porn on the podcast. Oops. Yamper. That's not so the cum Pokemon. That's the dog Pokemon. <laughs> I'm saying I want Yamper. Pokemon. <laughs> oh, my God. Pokemon type, cum. What is happening <laughs> to my podcast? <laughs> we used to be so wholesome. You've got to choose a Pokemon, Ash. It's either a Bulbasaur, an Ibisaur, or this one that's just some cum. <laughs> it's me, Professor oh Oak. Wait. Some, so, don't so go into the tall Professor, grass. Professor Oak is like a... Okay, wait. It's a South Park character. <laughs> like, he sounds like a really mellow version of that guy at the bank. It's like... Oh, and it's gone. And it's gone. Oh, oh well done. Wait, 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 wait. Totally lined up. No, no, no. Jeff, repeat what you said. And it's come. Yeah. <laughs> and it's come. <laughs> That's what Jeff said. <laughs> that is not what I said. I said, and it's gone. Oh, very well done. Uh, there's you know, also. I remember uh, I... Alchemy is the come Pokemon. <laughs> That's the Pokedex, right? Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's fucking, it's a cake! It even, uh, like, it gigantamizes into a cake! Wait, First of what's all, the name of when it, uh, when Pokemon get big, what's it called? Okay, well, there's In Dynamaxing, the Dynamaxing, Dynamax, it's Gigantamaxing. Oh, you mean uh, Climaxing? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Pokemon gets real it big. Evolves oh. into pre- it evolves into Priapion. 
a pre- <laughs> preview. Oh, no, we heard it. Yeah. We got what you were oh, going God, for. Jesus. All right, I'm so sorry. I mean, I'm not, but, you know. I mean, I didn't realize when we started this fucking exercise in podcasting that we were going to end up on saying, come 25 billion. <laughs> My wife listens to this podcast. I'm sorry. I have to just well now you've mentioned your wife and come in the same conversation so that must be awkward fuck (laughs) god (laughs) fucking damn it henry you've got to understand how easy this could be for me and jeff we're being very merciful does anyone have any guesses about the riddle what was the riddle again hold on what all right the riddle to summarize a sheik calls his two sons to his deathbed says you guys will have a competition for my inheritance. Whoever's camel loses the race. You I'm guys sorry, will race. Shut the fuck up. Is it camel? Shut up. Whoever's camel loses the race will get my inheritance. They start out on the race. Everyone's very slow because they don't want they want to lose. So they're going very slow. They stop at the halfway point. A traveler is like, "What the fuck are you doing?" The brothers are, they explain their situation. The traveler gives some advice. After hearing that advice, the brothers hop on camels and run to the desert. What was the advice? Hmm. Do you want us to give like an actual guess? Yeah, I want, I want an actual guess. Okay, well, I'll let Jeff go first. Jeff! Get lost? Get lost. Get lost. Yeah, Interesting. Like, so they should... If they get lost, they can never finish the race, therefore they lose by default. Well, what happens if both, like, one brother tries to get lost and the other brother just follows him? Uh, yeah. Well, Fuck if your answer. Then they both get lost, and then but it becomes, then and then whoever the, dies first wins <laughs> or loses, but then right. they're dead, so you're, by default. Let's just say you're wrong. Okay. John. Okay, so he tells them the advice. Yes. And then they both take off. They both take off to the city. I'd say probably. I said in the desert. They take off into the desert. Well, no, no. The the, the race is to a city. Okay. Oh, they take okay. off towards the city. They take off towards the city from the desert. Okay. Not that that fucking matters. So I think that the advice that he... Wait, what was the prize? All the inheritance. All the inheritance. I think uh, the inheritance was a bunch of cum. <laughs> Neither of them wanted it. <laughs> no! You Fuck off. John. Thank you. <laughs> you want to know the answer to the riddle? Sure. Wait. You have to understand if you give us the answer to the riddle, that's the end of the podcast. It's what? the butt end. I feel like this is the butt end. And then you immediately have to go into social media. Yeah, I know. Are you ready for that? I fucking know. Are you ready for that? Yes. If you, social media, social media. If, you do, if you do social media after the butt, then the butt's not the butt. This is the the answer... To the riddle, what is the advice that the traveler gives them is switch camels. Oh, they switch camels. Whoever's camel comes in last wins the inheritance. If you switch camels, they both start racing toward the end because they want to be the first one across. That stranger's name, Albert Einstein. The doctor was a woman. The doctor was a woman. Oh my god. This horse's name was Friday. 
Now that's a podcast title if I've ever heard one. If you are dear fans, Jeff, get ready because this is the part where we we start talking about our social media. So if you want to like hang up, I guess you can. No, no, it's but, fine. I can, I can, all right. you know, sit through it or whatever. All right. If you have any riddles you want to submit to us, you can do so on twitter.com at ZCPCWHJ, which stands for Jeff. Uh, Zoroaster's cowboy party with high crimes and jazz. Good. Holy That's fuck! Pretty good. Holy fuck! He did that faster than either uh, of us do that. I was just gonna do a lot of cum jokes. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. That was not improvised. I, I was thinking of that this whole time. I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna have to impress them. So I, I came up with the most complicated Z name I could, and then put a bunch of words after it. We'll tell you what, motherfucker, you're hired. Yeah, goddamn, yeah. Yes. John just shook your hand yes. through the mic, so you, you got the job. Yep. Send yep. us a tweet. Send us some sweets. But dear God, never send us your meat. And if you want to send us a longer riddle like the pink ping pong joke, you can send us an email at zero credits is a podcast at gmail.com. Lately, all we've gotten are offers from weirdos. So <laughs> to send us some normal shit, that would be good. Okay, we are on all, face. All the hey. emails I send you are completely legitimate. Okay, right. weirdo. There's. You should really. There's no talking me. during this segment. <laughs> we are on Facebook. You can find us by searching Zero Credits Podcast in the Facebook search bar. If you want to send us a message in Romanian that says, why is it necessary to take credit? You can absolutely do that. We just probably won't respond because we just looked it up and we don't know how to respond to that in Romanian. You're just going to call we are them out? On... What? You're just going to call them out? I didn't say her name. We Okay, that's fair. I specifically did not say the name. Hold on. Don't say the name. Don't say I the specifically name. didn't say the don't name that starts with don't, Daniela. Don't, asso- don't associate I, her with If you want to find us on Spotify, you absolutely can. Just search for zero credit, open parenthesis, S, close parenthesis, in the podcast section of Spotify. We are there. We are also on Apple Podcasts. You can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Jeff! What? Now that you're on the podcast right now, you said you left a review and I still have not seen it. Oh, yeah, I did it. You, you, I, you absolutely said it. I 100% you, you, left a review. Hang on. And I want to believe you. I uh, absolutely I actually, do. Just, I actually believe it or not, uh, the last time I used this laptop was when I, I uh, left a review and I am looking at it. Uh, wait, where the fuck? Where'd it go? What? It's not here. Oh my god, it's not here. What the fuck? I like... We abs- I had to... We abs- I- mm. Jeff, if you don't mind sending me another review, that would I'll, be very good. I'll just send in another review. I, don't I know, I know I it sucks. One. I know it sucks, but we never got it. I was so funny in the, the first review, and... Jeff, I believe in you. You can be funny again. Oh, man, I used up all my funny. Okay, well, be There's boring. Limited... 
Wait, it says six ratings. Oh, three customers. Yeah, it says ratings, but we need reviews. Those are separate. Oh, huh. But I definitely yeah, weird, one. Huh? Yeah, weird. We'll leave another review, Jeff, at the sound of the tone. And we are also, if you, we need you. We need you, Jeff. If you tell two friends and they tell three friends and those three friends, like, kill a dude, we will be immensely popular. Word of the mouth is the only way we can survive. Just... Tell two friends and those three friends kill one dude. That's all we need. Did I miss it? We are each, on Twitch or on occasion. What's up, Jeff? One dude each or or one dude like in a collective ritualistic way? No, no I, I'm thinking of like I know what you did last summer situation where a group of teens are responsible for one person's death. Okay. Another movie right. from 30 years ago? I'm, I'm, okay, I'm thinking of a jawbreaker situation where a group of teens is responsible for one person's death. Oh, jawbreaker, the movie no one's seen? Oh, I'm thinking of maybe scary movie where a group of teens is responsible for one person's death. There we go. That's a cultural touchstone that everyone can identify I'm with. I'm thinking of uh, Back to the Future. So, that's all the social media we have for you. We want to have more, I guess. What? We're on Twitch sometimes. Bye. What? John. It, Jeff. John and Jeff. What do you have to say? Okay. So um, I feel like, number one, I should apologize for Henry. Uh, and number two, I feel like I should say from everyone here at the Zero Credits, two bedroom, two bathroom, two kitchen, two living room, two foyer, two living room. He already said that. Studio apartments. We would like to wish you and particularly Jeff who we wish pain and misery upon a happy week. Oh man. Everybody loves me. I feel so loved. Bye. <laughs> bye. Jeff say bye. Wait, hold on. We need to sync it up. It's like a, all right. All right. So there's a very traditional comedic ending where a host says, say good night, Jeff. And they say, good night, Jeff. Yeah. So let's on three, let's me and you, John say that part. And Jeff say, say his part. All right. Okay. On three, on three. Okay. One, two, three. Say good night, Jeff. Say good night, Jeff. Good night, Jeff. Good night, Jeff. Good night, Jeff. We forgot to thank Jeff for being on the podcast during the episode. Oh, that's fine. Oh, People forget. We? Oh, that's really that's cool. All right, so I'm going to clap. I just okay. I did get hired into the podcast earlier, so 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 Jeff, I'm going to clap, and we're going to thank you officially for being on the podcast. All right, are you okay with that? Sure. All right. All right. Get ready for the clap. Hang up on him.
<laughs> well, you just said hang up on the recording. All right, I'm going to clap. Okay, then we're going to thank you for being on the podcast. Yeah. Hang the fuck up on him. <laughs> just, just clap. All right, I'm going to clap. I'm okay, going to clap. Don't say- Je- Jeff, get ready. Get ready. We're going to no, thank I'm, you. I'm- Why haven't you hung up yet? <laughs> okay, just here we go. Just here, clap right, I'm going to clap. I'm going to clap. He actually hung up himself. <laughs> Stop the recording.